Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another podcast of Loving the Christ Life. As we keep saying, Warren Litzman always had a goal in mind, and that goal was to get this in Christ message around the world until the last person knows, until everyone knows. And that's what we are attempting to do, to be a little part of that puzzle with these podcasts. And we are thrilled at the response that we've been having from you. Thank you so much. We're so happy and blessed to hear these are life-changing things for you. Let's get into today's message. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. If you don't know who I am, my name is Warren. Warren Litzman. You go through our web pages, you'll see a lot of things about what it is I'm involved in and are a part of. But there's one grand thing I'm a part of, and that's the family of God. We consider ourselves in the Christ life to be a family. We're a worldwide family donor. We, we go all the way from Australia to, to Cape Town, uh, South Africa, all the way up to London, even uh, parts of the Islam world, we're located there. Because we have believers everywhere who have taken hold of this final gospel. The final gospel. I've been talking to you about verse 7 in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and it says that this thing... This wisdom upon which this gospel of Jesus Christ is based, this wisdom has been ordained. Ordained. Ordained to be put into motion. And finally the day came when the Apostle Paul picked up in God's plan what it was he was to do with his life, be the apostle to the Gentiles, be the apostle of grace. When the apostle Paul picked that up and began to carry it on, for the first time, multitudes of people began to share in the glory of God. We didn't have to worry about old self anymore. Well, I say not worry about it. If we had a self-concern, if self got out of order, all we had to do was to go back to the book, go back to the gospel. And you know what? It would tell us we were dead. We were dead. We died with Christ on the cross. We would learn and learn and learn how to live and be happy. What Paul called glory here. We would learn to live in glory. Glory is the eternal plan of God in operation. We would plan to live in the glory of God. And so that's what this broadcast is all about. That's what me being on the computer every morning, except Saturday and Sunday, we have carryover broadcast on those days. You won't be without a broadcast. But for five days a week, I come to you with bits, pieces, and parts of this gospel. I don't intend to wrap it all up. 
I don't intend to fix it all up so that you got it and you can turn off your computer and go and say, well, fast God, I got it. That's just the way I am. That's me. That's me. No, I'm not going to leave it like that because it has taken me a lifetime to come to this knowledge and understanding. And I don't mean to say that everybody be as dumb as I am, but I do mean to say that once you get involved into this business of the household of God, the Father, as one of his children that he birthed himself, once you get into that, you form a love affair that is unbelievable. You love him so much. You don't think about sinning. You don't think about failure. You don't think about what people have done to you and done against you and so forth. You just don't think that anymore. Why? Because you have entered into that glorious life that is yours in Christ Jesus. I'm still talking from the seventh verse of the second chapter of First Corinthians. Because that verse says, The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. My friend, when you come unto that glorious wisdom and that wonderful, wonderful life in Christ, you'll be surprised that this was in God's mind from before the Bible or any part of it was written or before Adam and Eve or before God ever made a blade of grass before the creation of the world. God had this in, he, he had this in his mind. He kind of smiled when you think about things like that because there's some people that said, well, our religion started in 1700. Our, our progenitor came along in 1300. And uh, some say our church got started in the third century. Dear friend, I don't want to put anybody down, but I want to let you know something. My life was planned before the world was created. My life was planned before there was ever an Abraham or an Isaac or Jacob or a David or a Jeremiah or a Daniel. My life was planned. Even before Jesus Christ came to this earth to be our Savior, my life was planned. You see, I'm talking about eternal life. My life is not only eternal future, it's eternal past because I stepped into what God wanted. I came to the Lord for my salvation. I couldn't save myself. I had no intention of trying to save myself. I came to the Lord for my salvation and gloriously He has lifted me up and set me in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. My life isn't worth a nickel without Jesus Christ. He's my everything. So I've talked a lot about that verse, but I want to get on into the Verse 8 in this second chapter of 1 Corinthians. After we talk several times here about the wisdom, we get to the 8th verse which says, Which none of the princes of this world knew. Huh. Not a one of them knew it. But let's be careful here, because Abraham didn't know it. None of them that followed Abraham knew it. 
Moses didn't know it. David didn't know it. Wasn't anybody before the cross that had even an inkling of what God was doing, even though it is slightly prophesied what Christ would do in the Old Testament. Nobody knew really what God was doing. So I like this first line. It says, which none of the princes of the world knew. They didn't know it. We'll be back to Warren in just a moment. You know, I've been under the teachings of Warren Litzman in this Christ Life message for years, but I always hear something different every time I listen to these podcasts. Let me encourage you to listen more than once. Go back and you will pick up things each time, something new and something that will certainly bless you in a big way. Don't forget, too, to go to our website at the Christ Life Fellowship. That uh, location is christ-life.org. Let's get back to Warren now. I heard somebody the other day on television trying to explain what Islam was and what uh, salvation and what deliverance they had from Islam. And they had a whole lot to talk about. But you know what? They didn't know one thing about what God had in his mind. Not one thing. He kept it in his mind until the cross, and the cross released the glory of God. Oh, praise God for that. The cross released it all. It said that none of the princes, who are the princes? The princes are the preachers. The princes are the prophets. The princes are those whom may, maybe God has given them a bit of uh, good news to bring to others. Several Old Testament prophets had good news for the people in those days. They are the princes, but they didn't know this thing. What is the thing they didn't know? They didn't know that God was going to, to put his son in the life of every human. That's God's intention. Every human. Every human has this possibility of Christ being their life. Actually, there is no other salvation. There's no such thing as church salvation. There's no such thing as earned salvation. There's no such thing as studied salvation, and it's real. No, sir. The only thing that's real about salvation is Christ the life. Christ the life. And so our verse says, which none of the princes of this world knew, they didn't know it. Ask Mohammed. Did he know anything about what was in God's mind? Ask somebody else that's in a cult or uh, their own religion, man-made religion. Did they know anything that was in God's mind? My life was because I accepted Christ on the basis of what was in God's mind before he created the world. Think about it for a moment. It says, which none of the princes of this world knew. And I want to say one more thing about this before I leave this line. There are very few princes, preachers, prophets living today who know what was in God's mind. You see, go ahead and tell us. All right, I will. I'll tell you what was in his mind. 
that I can see already before I have created a single human being. I could see already left to their own devices and their own thinking. They will not choose me. And so in my mind is, in order for me to have a house full of children of my own, I'm going to have to birth them myself. Is that simple enough? Jesus said it to Nicodemus for the first time in the Bible, you must be born again or you can't see or enter the things of God. And that's kind of the way religion is today. It can't see or enter the things of God because it doesn't understand the new birth. The new birth is a new life. You, a new person, not with the old life blessed, not with the old life helped, are corrected, but you are blessed with a whole new life, and that new life is Christ. That's my message. That's what I got to tell the world. I'm going to be shouting and hollering that until the whole world knows it's in existence. The problem is not so much they haven't accepted Christ. That would be wonderful if they did, but they don't even know the gospel. They don't even know what God is doing. It's been hidden from them thing has been locked in God's mind for the last 2,000 years when actually he released it all at the cross. He released it all at the cross. Oh, blessed salvation is my blessed Jesus living in and through me. That's the gift of God in its, in its greatest perspective. Christ living through us. So none of the princes of the world knew it, and very few of them know it today. I have right here beside me uh, three shelves of books, all of which have Paul in the title. They have Paul written in the title one way or another. And uh, I, that's how come I bought them. I wanted to see what they thought about Paul. I wanted to see what they thought about God's plan. Come to find out, they hardly mentioned Paul, some of them. Some of these whole books are written on the subject of Paul, and they never mention Paul as being born again, a new creature in Christ Jesus. Never mention it. So I'm bewildered that anybody could study the Bible like some of these writers do and never come up with the fact that you're in Christ, Christ is in you, the life you now live is Christ, you don't live for Christ alone, you live as Christ's persons. That's what a Christian is. That's what a Christian is. But you see, we've got two or three lives all mixed up in that. Our life, the life somebody else uh, taught us how to live, and, and, and some church taught you how to live, and now a guy comes along and tells you you got you could have gotten it all out of the Bible. You could have gotten it all out of Paul's message because he's the one God raised up to bring you that message, and he has done it. The princes, the preachers of this world still do not know. I listen to them. They get right up next to the subject and they quit. I've got good writers here. Uh, go back couple hundred years and you know what some of them got up right next to it 
But that interfered with denominationalism. That interfered with the law in their church. That interfered with their own past thinking, and they dropped it. That's exactly why I come to you telling you that I'm not going to stop till the whole world knows this is in existence, that this is what Christianity is. It's not buildings. It's not preachers. It's not whatever you want to make it. Christianity is Christ living in humans. Well, my time got away from me again today. I'm so glad you tuned in. I hope you keep tuning in. And ask somebody else to tune in with you, will you? I'd like to build this audience for Christ. See you again tomorrow. Another great message from Warren Litzman and the Christ Life Fellowship. Let me remind you that these podcasts are heard wherever podcasts are heard, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, all of the places where you hear podcasts, you can hear the Loving the Christ Life podcast, and we put a new one up every week. So be sure and tune us in and tell others about us. We'd really appreciate it. Our thanks to Robbie Litzman for making these archived Warren Litzman messages and teachings available to us. We really appreciate it. What a blessing. Valerie Hill, thank you for keeping up that Twitter account. It's terrific. Tammy Laycock, thank you for your written message each week that concerns that week's Warren Litzman's teachings. You put those up every week at the website location, and we appreciate it. This program is produced weekly by Teresa Ferraro at the Christ Life Fellowship. Again, our website, christ-life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life. <laughs>